Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher. What are you going to get wrong? Stitcher? Yeah, it's yeah, beautiful. Stitcher. Lots of things. Walshie, how are you? Very good day, Tony. Very good day to you. Uh, Lyle, how are you? I'm well, son. Excellent. I had a good week, boys. Well, Richard won the Premiership, so I had a good week. Yes, we had a very good week, didn't we? How good was that? This is a wrestling podcast, though, so I understand it. Probably should move on. I understand it. Uh, that was the music of um, uh, Sting, was it? Oh, yes. So we yes. chose Sting in the last minute, didn't yes. we? Yes, yes, we did. No, I'm back. interested to find out which Sting music you end up playing. I'm hoping it was the '90s, like Man, Roxanne. Sting. No, no, no. no, no. I don't. I don't <laughs> no, want that's the exactly what you're going to play. I know you are. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, boys. We had a lot of feedback. Great feedback from. Uh, Last week's show, Chris Basso and Mark Henry. Yes, and David Storm was and also. And David Storm as well yeah, for a cameo appearance. Did a run in. I know, you guys uh, did well in the Mark Henry interview. It Thank you, mate. was lacking in a little bit of myself, but you just held it together without me really well. Most of the feedback we got was that it was better for you not being there. But Okay, okay, take that on board, guys. Did you pop it a couple of moments? Uh, yeah, you talking about your ex-wife was pretty funny, and I'm pretty sure I could hear the people in the background laughing. <laughs> so, no, good microphones. All right, good. Hey, guys, uh, before we get into our interview tonight, uh, can I say something about Dowie James again? Again? He's, yeah, well, he's just been rattling oh, on. Oh, no, you're not doing it. What do you mean I'm not doing it? I told you I was bringing a guest in. Yeah. A super a guest. A super guest. Yeah, who I thought we were going to get on the phone. No, no, he's here. He's downstairs. Bullshit. And Sorry. he's coming no. to the door. It's Dowie James. Hello, boys. How are we? Tony, how are you? Hello, Dowie. Yeah. I can't believe you threw me under a bus again. You threw yourself under the bus. No, hang on. No, well, we, this happened with Don't talk to Lockie Hendricks. This, is... this happened with Lockie Hendricks a while back the as well. epitome of what I'm really not liking about the culture of Australian wrestling fans at the moment, Tony, and that's your... Unwillingness to take accountability for the things you say. I don't know. I'll take accountability for anything you said. There's no problems there. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to start right now if you like. Yeah, please. Let's go. I'm really, really dismayed at the attitude you're taking towards the fans of, of predominantly MCW, but wrestling fans, I think, in general. Okay. And I go back, and, and in the past few years, there's been many of time when I saw Dowie James, Super Dowie James, this really nice guy with a smiley's face who was. Hero to kids, selling T-shirts, shaking hands, kissing babies, tongue-kissing mums, all that sort of stuff. And then all of a sudden, you've just totally turned your back on those people and have basically said, stuff you. You guys aren't here for your own enjoyment. We're here as wrestlers for our enjoyment. And whether you like it or not, 
I couldn't give a shit. Nah, that's nah. You've misquoted me entirely there. So, well, no, I don't the think only I've everything you said very accurate. I am a hero. I do love children. Do love tongue kissing mothers. Um, the two things we've got wrong are we're done with super. We're no longer using that moniker. It's now inimitable. If we can, please. I'm um, not sure Tony can pronounce it. The second one. Being, I didn't turn my back on anyone. Every virtue I've held stays true. Everything I've ever said stays... I, I, I take accountability for everything I say and do. And I haven't changed a facet of my personality. I'm just holding the fans responsible, which they should have been held responsible for what they're doing a long time ago. MCW run wild. And now because we play those videos at the start where it's don't be a dick to everyone, everyone gets on their moral high horse and they like to clap themselves. But you look at the disrespect that they showed those two world-class competitors. Every time someone's bitten at me online, oh, you ruined what could have been match of the year. Like, you give a shit. You weren't even paying attention to the match. That's why I came out. Otherwise, we would have had a lovely resolution. Oh, and, and, and I'll grant you that there were spots in the match, spots in the match where the crowd probably, when, when they went on with the suspender stuff and all that, on, I, no, to, I totally wrong. grant you. You're wrong. That wasn't spots. Yeah, that me, ruined the match. No, it, it, but, but there were only two minutes of what was a 25, 30-minute match that was going fantastically well. You mentioned, at the end, you mentioned at the end, though, when you were talking about the fans, that they were making it all about themselves. In that diatribe of the 15 minutes that you put out, it appeared to me that you were actually making it about you. Isn't so that everything, interesting? Every, everything that you were saying that the fans were doing, you exactly replicated for a 15-minute period when all I wanted to do was go home. I was tired, mate. I think it's really convenient that you can take in that time frame and go, yeah, 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 no, you were being selfish when if people just shut up, and listens, it would have been two minutes. I would have been in and out and gone. It was a good 10 minutes there. I was standing while they're doing their Roman Reigns boo gimmick. Like, we hadn't all seen it play out over and over and over again. And to your credit, Tony, just like you, I saw lots of people wanting to go home too and getting very upset that they couldn't just listen to the diatribe, as you called it. Finger quotes work on a podcast, right? <laughs> but the diatribe that you called it. But... They weren't allowed to hear it because of the selfish people around them trying to make the show about them. No, I don't want to hear what Dowie James has to say because I don't like Dowie James. Why? What have I ever done to command that disrespect? Work really, really, really hard for 15 years and still fall short of my dreams? Yeah, but you falling short Tony, of your dreams Tony, isn't... Lyle wants to... Yeah, I, I, can we just get back to... Doing what we normally do. Well, we're you big, brought, interview, yeah. we're big interview guest. That's you, fine. You brought him. MCW so. have a, you know. Let's not make this about now. yourself, Tony. Yeah, well, no, that would be no, very no, hypocritical. No, this is Come more on. about the fans. Yeah. It's not Come about on. me. Let, let, let's get it back on track. You did talk about your sacrifices and stuff like that. How's your knee going? Uh, my knee's going well. I am very close to being 100% cleared, actually, <laughs> since, <laughs> I've, since I've competed on an MCW show since then. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I'm good. <laughs> it's all, all sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's why I brought it. How, how early did you actually come back? Uh, okay, so my clearance was to be... Uh, I told my MCL, I had a grade three tear and that was announced at the show. And I was told my return period was probably looking around September, October. Uh, about halfway through rehabbing that, we discovered that I'd actually also tore my meniscus and that got pushed back to, oh, you could probably expect a wrestle around January, February. Um, and then obviously July came and went and that was all right. <laughs> it's, uh, I was in the fortunate situation of having that time where I could sort of sit back and have my private reflection, but it also meant I could double down on rehab and really focus on recovery. And the, the MCW Academy having that on hand, like had this injury happened, 
three years ago, I don't think I would have been well equipped enough to bounce back nearly as fast. But because we have those facilities now, because we're all a little bit smarter about how we're going about training and recovery as opposed to just being aesthetically pleasing. Um, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm really blown away with how quickly I still feel it. Uh, changing directions is a bit funny. Don't, please don't tell any of my opponents this. Um, but for the most part, it's feeling much better than I anticipated this early. Well, that's good. You brought up the MCW Academy. Yes. Having that to fall back on, obviously, physically good for the rehab. But what yes. about mentally? Was that good therapy to... Yeah, it is. It is. It's um. It's always great to just be involved in everything because, like, I mean, contrary to popular opinion, I am actually very passionate about our industry and I want to make sure that we... I just want to set a better example than I had coming in for the most part. Um, and that goes in terms of both culture, but just training and physicality and stuff. Like there's so much that I still see go on in wrestling. Um, that's just sort of outdated when it comes to sports science and things like that. And like, I think I've dropped the word recovery like four times, but I think it's something that's been ignored in our uh, sport for a very, very long time because we treat it is that argument of athletes versus performance artists. And we're actually in amalgamation of the two. So to treat yourself like you're one and not the other uh, is just a detriment to your own physical well-being. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's fantastic to have like an outlet, even when I'm stagnant and not able to move because there's nothing I love more than performing. So just to get as close to that as possible and to see people um, coming through there and just doing absolute amazing things like the Philippe's, like uh, Tony Villani, like it's just, yeah, it, it's really humbling. It it's, keeps me positive. It keeps me going. Yeah. How, how many nights a week are you there? I'm there four. Oh, so, yeah. so, so you did double down on the rehab. Yeah, yeah, I really did. I really did. Um. And the fact that you put so much into the um, MCW Academy, um, you've put so much into Australian wrestling for such a long period of time. Do you think that you get taken for granted? Is that part of um, how you're feeling at the moment? Like the fans, you do all the right things and then other people get cheered. Yeah, I do. Um, there's almost a bittersweet... To not turn this entire show into, like, the viewer or anything, um, there, there was almost a realisation, almost a realisation, there was a realisation I've had uh, as we passed our first year with the Academy, and it's that I have, like, I, I have been involved in wrestling in the local scene and independently globally for, like, 15 years now, and I've put everything in, and the... Like the industry that we have at the moment isn't what I got into. Like the things that I learned in my first couple of years of training, you can't really like apply that to what we have now um, in terms of how it's evolved and what it is. And as we sort of move away from, uh, as we move away from combat sports into performance art and stuff. Um, so I think that there is a bit of that, like Dowie's been around for a long time that gets taken for granted and fed in and, um, what I was going to say about my realization is it's 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 this weird bittersweet feeling to know that the thing that I love has evolved in a way that I am never going to accomplish the things that I'd set out to accomplish when I got into wrestling, but I'm probably going to see and facilitate a bunch of people that will do way better than I ever had a chance to. So it sucks. It absolutely sucks that I don't get to live out the dream that I've spent my whole life chasing, 
but it's also very rewarding and amazing to know that there were people that if they came in a little bit earlier or even if they came in at the same time, but they didn't have the framework that MCW and like not like it's Jay Andrews and wider for Australia, people like Robbie Eagles, people like David Storm have been laying down for the last better part of a decade, like to set up for everyone else. Like they wouldn't have the opportunities that they're getting now and they're going to get further than any of us ever dreamed of because that is in place and they're just so like so many of them are so talented and so hardworking and there's so many eyeballs on Australia now that they'll just kick goals without trying. So the people that do try are going to just run away with it. Um, and I think that does frustrate me to be like going to live events and to getting those reactions because so much of wrestling is behind the scenes. Like I'm standing in that ring trying to do my speech at our show, man, and people chanting fuck off and go home. The go home one got me because I'm at that venue setting up the ring from like 11 in the morning and then the show ends and then we pack the ring down and we put it in the truck and we drive it back to the academy and we unpack the truck and I don't get to bed until like 3 a.m. in the morning. So where do you think I'm going until all of you people clear out, get off your goddamn soapbox and leave so we can get back to work because it's not the end of the show for us. Like, I don't get to go home. That's not. So to have that, like, disrespect thrown at me, knowing, like, it's like someone coming in on your lunch break and just hurling abuse at you and you're sitting there knowing you've got, like, five more hours on the clock before you get to go home and see your family. So that answers... An excellent answer because it answers a few questions for me. So there's a lot of bitterness in you at the moment. That's that's where a lot of this is coming from. I wouldn't call it bitterness. It sounded like it just then. Uh, if you can interpret it how you want. I, I would interpret it as ungrateful people on the other end of an amazing service. So you're not bitter for the fact that this industry is not going to deliver to you what you thought it might have 15 years ago? I'm not bitter at the industry, but I certainly hold it against the fans that are stagnating my process by putting themselves before me. I feel like Dowie's holding a mirror up to the fans. So if they're seeing bitterness, I think it's because they're probably a little bit bitter in their lives. If they're seeing someone who's um, passionate, maybe they're passionate in their real lives. With the, all right, you're saying not going to fulfill the dreams that you wanted. Mm. Can you step back and look at what you guys as a whole are creating together? You're part of the bigger picture and take... Take some comfort in that. Like, and personally, you know, your, your own goals might not be met, but facilitating this training. A uh, little bit. I, I don't want to put too much of it on myself because I, like, yes. Yes, that I can sort of see the upside to me facilitating and creating this framework for people to work off of. I don't want to take away from their personal accomplishments because everyone that's earned anything has put in the work and gotten there, especially at MCW. Like, there's so many people knocking on that door to get a shot on those shows. Like, if people get a spot and they, like, impress, that's all them. It has nothing to do with anyone else. Um, and even, like, the, the Academy, as proud as I am of that and as hard as I work there and put as much of myself into it as I can, it's really, like, Jay Andrews in Miami, like, it just... I, I I won't give Jay Andrews the satisfaction hearing me say another nice thing about him, but that's really their baby. And I'm just, I, I'm very happy to be involved, but I'm so proud of them for having the foresight to set something so important up. I think what I like about the Academy is the support that it does get from the wrestling community, you know, Cracker Jack and those guys going down to do those promo nights and all that. And the opportunity that young kids who are starting up in the business get to learn from seasoned professionals and you can't replace experience you just no can't. no 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 not at all um it's really 
it, it's and you know what the the other thing of like the one good point that Tony's made about experiences it's it's uh like a different lens on it as well like we're in like I said at the start like this industry's evolved so much that you've got so many people now that consider themselves an expert or consider themselves talented in the field which a lot of them are but they only have eyes through what they know wrestling as so especially to have people like Crackerjack to have people like Chris Fresh that have sort of seen this evolution from 80s through 90s in the reality TV era to the 2000s to like what we're doing now like to have that to give you perspective from an outsider at four forces you to be more creative as an entertainer and it forces you to be a better storyteller because you're not just working within your genre you're being critiqued by people that have a different view on things so i think yeah i think that people that are coming out of our academy over the next six months to however long it runs are going to be just a better breed of performer that mcw's ever produced naturally before because we've just got the resources to do so and how many kids get there just wanting to do cool moves? So many. And then so many. you have to actually break them down and teach them that wrestling is more about telling a story than anything else. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's a big thing that we hammer home is uh, it's... So I've never liked the saying, get more, like, uh, more is less, because it's that if... Sorry, that's it's really, less is that's more. That's really old school. Yeah, yeah, less is more. Um, yeah, I, I've never liked less is more because if... Less is more, think of how much more more would be. But um, our emphasis on getting the most out of everything you do. So any little thing has to matter. And you're right, like it is more a storytelling medium. There's so much of wrestling that people come and they're like, I want to learn the F5 or I want to do a shooting star off the ropes and things like that. And the more, now more than ever as well, we've got like athletes all across the world that are just way flippier and way more like, I didn't want to go back to athlete, but athletic than we've had come through. Like it's no longer like failed sports stars and bodybuilders. It's pure athletes and CrossFit people that are coming in doing these mind-blowing things. Um, but if none of that matters, like like if no one feels anything when those moments happen, it doesn't, like it's, I may as well just watch stunts on YouTube or something like that. Superhuman. We're in this, yeah, no, really, it really <laughs> is that. Um, we're in this like weird... <sighs> digital age of media where MCW have a Vimeo service. Every show we've ever done is like available to stream, which means every wrestling company that is as big or bigger than us have a streaming service. WWE have hundreds and hundreds of hours. Like if I sat down and tried to watch every bit of content that they have on the network, I don't think I could in my lifetime. Like it's so much. So you think of a family dynamic and you think of independent wrestling, you're trying to get families to come down and spend money. It's hard. If I've got Spotify to pay for and the WWE network and I pay for my internet bill and I got Netflix and we got Stan and all these streaming things, my kids like YouTube. So I've got the premium service of that. I probably don't get to go out every weekend. So if I'm picking one weekend every month or one weekend every two months, it has to be something that's going to emotionally resonate with the people that are coming or rather the place I'm going has to emotionally resonate with me to make me want to part with my money and not just catch up on it online a week later. So you need to be able to make people feel something and connect to it in a way that is, it's not good enough to see a GIF or read results or watch it at home when you've got the spare time. You have to be there in that moment. So when it plays out, you're part of that experience. And if you don't have the capacity to look someone in the eyes and sell them on your product and make them want to come and see you perform, then you're not going to make it in this business. And I don't want to like 
Oh, I won't name anyone, but like, so I won't take pot shots at people. But we're in a day and age as well where, with like with the evolution of digital media, everyone's gotten really good at promos, like really good, snarky, sarcastic promos that fit in a tight 59 second time frame so you can throw it up on Instagram or put it on Facebook and not have trouble with the embedding. But the issue with that is we're all trying to flog merch or we're all trying to like sell our personal brand. And so I have like a number of workers on my socials that every time they put up a new promo, I love to go and have a watch on my face like on my lunch break because i love to have a laugh at what they're saying they've never made me want to fly in a state and buy a ticket and watch a show or drive across town and go buy a ticket and watch a show because they don't sell me on the emotional need to be there it's all well and fine but no one's like it's getting yeah. me there no one's like driving me to buy that ticket man yeah a lot of promoting yourself instead of the product yeah like we're pushing brands and if we're pushing brands like what event do you go do you think of the biggest brands in the world what event do you go to for google or for coke or you know like it's just something that you have around the house so it's fine i'll buy my merch online but i probably won't go support something in person it's that's something that's intangible that's very special to wrestling that we're at risk of losing if people don't like their shit together <laughs> but isn't this just in total contradiction as to what you were just saying before i mean if, if you're pissing off the fans by telling them don't bring that attitude to this event we don't want it isn't aren't the fans entitled to do that if they're spending their hard-earned hey they can <clears throat> they can come and act however they want to act that's totally up to them. You're right in. If they spend their money, they can come and they can behave how they want to behave. But that doesn't give them freedom of consequence. That doesn't mean I'm not going to hold them up for being hypocrites and terrible people. And Cause, no, cause, that's right. You're totally entitled to your opinion as well on the Tony, whole thing. Tony, if you pay your 30 bucks, which you never do, mm-hmm. um, and I've paid my 30 bucks sitting next to you. Which you never do. Which I often do. Sit next to him. No, no, you never, I never would. That's but what I mean. <laughs> if I was sitting next to you, if I was some some poor sod sitting next to you, and then you start chanting suspenders, and you're take you're ruining the person next to you's enjoyment. Why is your thirty dollars more important than the person next to you? I'm not saying it's not because they ruined my enjoyment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I felt the same way. Right. Can we have a bit of a laugh? Yeah, that, is that that okay? yeah, sure. Right. Wait, at my expense? No, no, together. Okay. Together. <laughs> oh, no, it's a bit of host- it's a little hostile. Yeah, it's very yeah, hostile. Yeah, yeah. Possibly Just, at my expense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we like to keep if it If we live. go through your Twitter, it'll be at your expense. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring that up later. The uh, wrong MCW, I think. Um, looking like a Bond villain. Hmm. Is that a new look you, you're trying for? And uh, are we going to get a uh, Teddy Hart inspired bringing the cats to shows? No, nah, the cats aren't well behaved enough to come to shows. <laughs> I've been working really hard to get my puppy booster to be a bit more obedient. <laughs> but um, I think Cody has that like market <laughs> cornered with Pharaoh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so I. That was purely, purely for Jody's enjoyment, I think. <laughs> that and I'm a big Blofeld fan. Um. Yeah, that's all I got on that. <laughs> Come on, Lyle. Oh, that what was it. I just wanted. I just wanted to laugh. All right, let's yeah, go. I just wanted to lighten the mood a little bit. And... All right, well, let's go to a proper laugh. What are you thinking when someone tags the wrong MCW in a tweet, makes you look like an idiot for talking to the wrong employer? Ah, uh, no. Look, I'm really appreciative if it brings me a payday. It didn't, so I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Old people on Twitter. Yeah, shouldn't yeah. be allowed near it. I think Tony was harking back to his old promoting days and he was fantasy booking uh, MCW versus MCW. It'd be great if it could happen. Yeah. yeah. Surely it's got to be six months 
Well, that's what, when you pitched it, I'm like, oh, well, they'll get on board on this and I'll get yeah. a free flight over there. But no, no, they just they just blocked my account <laughs> and then continue. Did they really log. block? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say that. Oh, is dead. Yeah, yeah, what, what, once I sent them my invoice, they were like, I'm not having any bar of this. <laughs> pretty sure they blocked you, Tony. <laughs> Are you happy with where wrestling's at at the moment, especially here in Australia? No, nah, I'm really unhappy with it. Um, I felt like we were going through a boom period, uh, sort of uh, tail end of 2017 through most of 2018. I think, uh, I mean, it's hard because I only get snapshots. Obviously, I can only speak to experience with places that I work and what I see around and like my personal involvement. I think the Academy is really good for what MCW is trying to build and for like... Not to sell MC, like the Academy short, uh, because it's not... like The Academy doesn't exist to facilitate MCW. It does, but the mission statement's broader in that we want to raise the standard for wrestling across the board. I think what happened was there was a little bit of a boom in Australia, and everyone got very greedy, and we were sort of oversaturated with shows, which is a bit of a problem from a promotion standpoint. But then when there were opportunities, we... Again, can only speak to what I experienced personally, but I think that people defaulted back to what was happening when wrestling wasn't taking off, and that was, we're all good brothers, and we're all in a team effort, and we're building the industry, and now there's three spots for 50 of us, and we all just turned on each other and fought over scraps, and it was just really disheartening to see, and I think that you've sort of, uh, I don't know if you've noticed it, but I, I feel like that widespread across the country sort of had a flow-on effect where the quality of shows went a bit eh and it's really hard to lock talent down for a long period of time because it's a lot of me, 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 I want to go. And that's the other thing. Like, I don't want to swing back to being negative. Tony, this isn't aimed at you uh, specifically, but it's a big gripe that I have with fans. And, like, the the thing that really sticks my craw about the, the me and Brooks dynamic is... Brooksy, very talented, and I understand why people like take to him. I don't understand how you can come and support a company like MCW and say you love MCW, all you ever want is for it to succeed, and you boo me, who has missed two shows in nine years that it's been available, and your hometown hero is the guy that leaves every three months and then comes back. But that's like a wider spread issue as well, where people are like, how do I get personal success? And they worry so much about that that we don't have enough hands on deck to build the industry up like that was happening two years ago when there wasn't opportunities for people. Everyone was really keen on building the scene up and there was just that glimmer of hope where there's, ooh, something could happen for someone and everyone went, me, and took their hands off the industry and we just went into a bit of a dip. So I think the last couple months has been some good course correction. I think everyone sort of, I don't know about everyone, but I think a lot of people have sort of saw that pattern where they thought, I'll be the guy that goes tries. And then they found themselves overseas with eight other guys trying in the same locale. Um, and I think that we've come back a bit to, oh, we need to worry about quality at home and then spread our wings a bit more. Um, but time will tell. One thing that did make my ears prick up when you were speaking that 15-minute prologue at the end, one thing that made me really, and I understood exactly what you were saying, the part where you said that we... We applaud people who say they're going overseas Kills for a me. better opportunity. I totally agree with you. This is an amazing opportunity that we have here in Australia at promotions here in Melbourne, Sydney, all around the place. We've got some really good promotions that are doing some great things. To say that we're going overseas to better ourselves is totally wrong. To say that we're going overseas to have an opportunity that is, is fine. I'm happy with that. Take your opportunity and have every you know do do all you need to do to get that. 
but don't say you're going overseas to better it's yourself. Such a slap I, I agree face. with you totally. Yeah, on that. You're like we're working hard for years and years to build this thing up, and have someone that's been around for like a couple weeks and go bigger and better. It's just so fucking insulting to like mm. everyone that's like bled and sacrificed for it. And I don't. Like, when I say, like, we applaud and stuff, I don't expect fans to boo, but it's that, like, nature of... Like, people are like, we want MCW to succeed. We want wrestling in Australia. And then they pour all their money into the pockets of people that are fleeing the country or that are, like, coming over for one night. So you think of you think of when British Strong Style came and worked the MCW show and they left with thousands and thousands of dollars of merch just selling t-shirts like the difference that would make to a local startup like mcw like the production that that could buy and it's like this is a wider hypocrisy this is what it's wrestling twitter's fucking wild with it but like it's, it's also just like a problem with our economy in general like it's that people don't understand social responsibility and they try and pass that off we're distracted by brands we're distracted by so much nowadays because there's so many outlets and there's so much content to sort of diatribe but we talk about like how you look at election night and regardless of how you feel there's a huge contingent of people online that were unhappy with the way that the australian federal election went but i would argue that a good 70 to 80 percent of the people that are online going this isn't fair this isn't how politics should work in australia are people that don't have day jobs that are trying to make it as artists and entertainers because they've grown up their whole lives being told they can be anything that they want that are trying to make money off of patreon or only fans accounts and it's like well are you surprised like this is it's that same thing like if you put all your effort into the internationals and not the local company the local company is never going to grow to rival the, the internationals the same if you worry about me 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 and how you can survive and you can be happy and not contribute back to society you can't then turn around and go well society's not going the way that i want it like you need to put in the effort and it's the same with the fans if you want these companies to succeed if you want local wrestlers to be considered on brand with international and global talents you have to actually put in the effort to make sure that they're lifted to that. Like, we can only work so hard. If you like a worker, don't just support them on their way out the door. Make sure that they can make a living here at home. Make sure that MCW can facilitate to let guys make a living and girls make a living off of the roster and not have to go out and look for other things. It's that, oh, I don't understand why MCW's like doesn't use Brooksy every month and then clap him when he says he's off to do something else and he might have got signed to a contract. And I was like, so why would he stay? Like, if you're just going to reward him every time he fucking comes back and you're going to give him a hero's exit when he says he's going to leave, what is the incentive to be here? Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, and... I did not think I was going to win Tony over in this no, episode. No, you never won me over. That <laughs> he always point, agreed with that point. That yeah. point definitely resonated. Yeah. It really did. Um, but I mean, and recently there's been a couple of people signed overseas who have predominantly been in the country day yeah. in, day out. So those guys are showing that you can get noticed in Australia. You definitely can. Guys yes. and girls. Yeah. When I say guys, it's just like, I grew up in the a 90s. Collective yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, collective it's just all encompassing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How far away you know, maybe it might not be a possibility when an international can look at Australia and go, I'm having an opportunity to go there. Uh, it's hard because... Depends on what country you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, it really yeah. does. It depends on the market. And it's that thing, though, of... 
It's that thing where someone like Will Ospreay stands in the ring and goes, I'm moving to Australia, and everyone goes, are you really? Here's all of my money. And he goes, lol jokes, I'm buying a house with this fucking cash, boys. And then like, fucks off. Why would he? Again, like we're incentivizing like to not do that. Um, so I think, I, while the market is as it is, I think it'll be a while because there's too much benefit to being able to fly in, do a limited stay and then leave than to come and actually grind and work. DCT's probably DCT, one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a really good example. And that's like, yeah. So I think maybe, I think now more than ever, like if anything, the UK people might start flocking. Like now that there's that NXT UK and now that there's the complications with who can work where, with like Riptide being affiliated with certain things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think that that is like people through Ireland, people through England. Maybe if Brexit goes to the room, like <laughs> there'll be like a big influx from those European countries because I think like for the most part, even Spain, like I think of like White Wolf Wrestling, but I don't know of how many indies there are. So like for those people, this is probably becoming like the new UK hub in terms of there's a lot of work going. And Southeast Asia is another one that's the wrestling that's just popped up in like in got, the last year. Like, like it's Eman, the kid is in Melbourne studying mm. um, and he's starting to get on more shows. Yeah. He'll be on MCW nine, which will be good to see. Um, there's a lot of talent in Southeast Asia that no one's seen yet. Yeah, no, um, that's OAW and stuff like this. is just this contingent of indies that I'd never heard of that in the last 12 months is like, oh, this exists. And it's actually amazing. <laughs> like, they're so talented and so good. It's That'll be like the new Australia where everyone's like, oh, we've not been paying attention for yeah. too long. And it developed on its own. <laughs> You'd be totally against, though, people coming from overseas and setting up as... I mean, you're all about giving the locals more of a benefit, aren't you? That's what we were talking about. Hey, no, if they want to set up shop and actually put in work, I'm all for it. It's the fly in, take our money yeah, and leave yeah. that I'm totally against. And you know what? It's not even that because I'd never like shame someone for making a dollar however they can make a dollar. But don't turn around to me and tell me you're a loyal MCW fan if you're going to line the pockets of people that aren't MCW regulars. Don't tell me you're a champion or you're a member and you want to see the goddamn company succeed and then actively fight against its financial success. Oh, Brooks, he's a regular though, isn't he? Semi-regular. At best. Also, just a dickhead. <laughs> With, you've lost right, Lyle. That's your own Lyle. Cause yeah, it, 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 it did Lyle's favourite. Well, you put me in. MC, I was going to wear a MCW9 and also PWA have got a, a big... Coliseum. Hey? PWA. Coliseum, Coliseum yeah, exactly. It's a big month of wrestling in October, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, October's always sort of been... Uh, it's our anniversary show, so the last few years we've done the double headers. It's cool to see the Coliseum taking place in Sydney as well because it is. This is that busy time because I think people have clued on. September's no good because the footy finals in Melbourne. Um, and December's always a real hard push because Christmas, holidays, and it goes to that thing. If you're budgeting for a family and you've got six weeks or eight weeks of your kids being at home and you've got to keep them entertained constantly and then also you've got to have money aside for... Um, Presents. Christmas, I just said it. Yeah, presents. And I mean, I guess Hanukkah and stuff. Even November too. November's racing, spring carnival, all yeah, that sort like of stuff. Yeah, there's a so lot on. So like, like October, I think, is your last big... If you're going to have a big push for wrestling, you can make up for September and we can fill that. Because other than like Halloween, there's not much that takes place in October. But then, yeah, November, if you're not wrapping up your yearly shows by November, you're a lunatic. And MCW playing favourites? Um 
Some the, of the tag teams? Yeah. Yeah, isn't that very interesting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. It's crazy that I've still not been announced for either show. I was isn't that weird? That. I was isn't it weird that. that I could return from Aren't an MCL injury almost five months early, be the second last person in the ballroom brawl, and be left off three consecutive shows? I call it responsible booking. I'm going to flip this fucking table over. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're probably just thinking about your care. Yeah, uh, well, no. I mean, I hope nothing unexpected happens <laughs> for the sake of the show. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like, booking Dowie not only gives the crowd what they want to see, or at least the smart members of the crowd, but also he's if he's in a match, he's less likely to do something else. That's right. I don't really if, want a match until they give me what I want, and what I want is that championship belt back, please. Thank you. You'd have to fight for that shoulder. I'll fight for it happily. Yeah. More than happy to be put in that situation. But if it's not like that's, I made it very clear who's in my sights and why, and that's that's what I'm focusing on. So I don't want matches for the sake of matches, and I don't want appearances for the sake of appearances. So is that something you expect straight away when you're back in straight away into a championship match? You don't expect to have to build your yourself back up. I mean, I don't. Would you like to look at my resume? Former oh, no, two-time yeah, but... World Heavyweight Champion. Totally I never got my that. rematch for the last title loss. I, I feel like it's been a year overdue. If anything, I've been patiently waiting for 12 months, still competed in the ballroom brawl without competing, came so, so, so close to winning, injured. Uh, I think I should get a title Second shot. match of the night as well. Yes, as well. After having one match ripped away from me. I'm thinking more of yourself, though, for ringcraft and stuff. Told you to get a little bit rusty after 12 months. Not four nights a week at the academy. That's, yeah, but that's practice match form versus <laughs> actual game form, isn't it? It didn't hurt Pickett in the no, grand final. Um, are you, were you a bit surprised that Slex wasn't more appreciative of you saving his title? Because you looked surprised when he was upset. You know what? Honestly, both men's... I feel like I've gone a little hard on Slex and Adam over the last few weeks on social media because both of their reactions surprised me. Slex, Yes. Kind of saved his title reign. His disaster of a title reign is in safe hands because of me. And Adam, I get that he's very upset that he didn't get his crowning moment, but I know Adam more than anyone, and he wouldn't have wanted that to be his crowning moment. To have to watch back, imagine, imagine sitting back after nine years of struggling and bitching and stabbing your friends in the back, and then you finally get the thing you want, and it's ruined by those suspenders chants the entire way through the match. He should be very thankful that I didn't let that happen. I mean, he should be upset because he'll never be MCW World Heavyweight Champion. I'm going to make sure of it, but if it had happened, that would have been the worst night for it to be the case. Have MCW management pulled you aside and had a chat? Yeah, to you but about? I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You're not my dad, and I don't have to explain myself. God, thank God. Imagine those jeans. Yeah. Will you consider refining All your right. ways? So. They called me and they said, Dowie James. And then it was a lot of white noise. And then I said something to the effect of, you're not my dad, I don't give a shit. And then I slammed the phone down. And here we are. And you're wondering why you haven't been booked. Yeah, it's mental to me. Maybe the white noise was a booking and I just didn't hear it. Is that what we're getting at? You're right, I'll show up in gear, ready to go. We want you to be main event on the 9th. No, fuck off. (laughs) I'll wear that one then. (laughs) Guys, I'm sorry. I'm sort of going to say it's really been good to have you in here. Mm, but that would be a lie? No, 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 but it and wouldn't straight be. straight to my face. No, 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 but it wouldn't be because it's actually given me an opportunity to, to front you and not just be a keyboard warrior, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I absolutely hate. 
So I hope that I've been able to put my I assume side of the you argument. hate it because you're so bad at it. No, no, well. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much a part of it. But no, I do hate anonymous keyboard warriors who just throw shit out there for the sake of doing it and, yeah. and hide behind some anonymous name and all that sort of stuff. I'm more than happy to be up front with you. I've shared my feelings with you. I hope you haven't taken offence to them at all. No. Good. He doesn't respect your opinion. Why yeah. would you take offence? <laughs> water on my back. While we're on the note of anonymous keyboard warriors, I just like to put it out there to the people online. Um, you are allowed to say whatever the fuck you want to me, I guess, for the most part. I am blown away at any time. I can't imagine getting to the end of any event that I've paid money for and then tweeting at that person and being like, this wasn't to my expectations. You'd have to be a lunatic. But be forewarned, if you're not using your real name and it's not a picture of you, I'm probably not going to respond to you because I don't have time to argue with the faceless nothing. But if you put your real name on the internet, I'll happily call out you for being a dick. So you're not going to respond to any eggs or... Nah, no like eggs. That? None of those, like, frog meme things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly no one's, like, that account that was started in the last month and has one tweet and it's negative at me. <laughs> and they call themselves, like, the Aussie wrestling guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of I, that. I Nathan247-2279. <laughs> I must say, though, senile I thought was just a little bit over the top. What when? When you called me senile. You said that already oh, earlier yeah, in the show. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying, I, I felt... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dara James, for coming in. No, you're right, boys, anytime. Well, yeah. no, that's a lie. <laughs> we'll see. And good luck with your comeback. Thank you. Dara James. Hopefully we see you on the show. Well, you yeah. never know. Uh, if you want to follow Dowie on Facebook or social media... There's plenty of ways to do that. We won't let you know. <laughs> I'm sure you all know anyway. Uh, we'll be back with more in just a tick. Could you smell what the rock is cooking? And welcome back. You are on the turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. The music of The Rock bringing us back for our second segment. Thank you very much, idiots. I delivered. Well, you did, finally. Interminable but... guest. I did tell you to give me a heads up. I did Next give time. you a heads up. You I did gave you not. all the hints you needed last week. What, 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 is he a lawyer too? What do you, what did he use? Inadmissible. Uh, no, no, no. That's a, that's a technical court like term. Tony. Yeah, Tony, it's about evidence and stuff. I don't think anything you said was uh, intermissible. Is that what you said? Intermissible. You said inadmissible. I <laughs> oh, see. I went with both of them, joined them <laughs> together. <laughs> now, he put you in your place a couple of times there, Tony, but I feel it Probably was. So. I, I, I feel I towards the end you's, you found a common ground, you know, to agree to disagree oh, on. No, but yeah, so, and, that's, and that's exactly right. You're spot on. I, I don't begrudge him saying what he said in that, in that forum. And if he's going to say that's the right forum to do it. Yep. I just and begrudge right. what he said. Yeah, And he's right. You're senile. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll move on from that. Uh, boys, it has been one of the biggest weeks in modern wrestling for a long, long no, time. It is. The, we're in the middle of the biggest yes, week. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. You said it has been. It is. It, well, sorry. Is. By the time. It will be ends. by the time it's finished. <laughs> yes. Well, the debut, by the time we go to air, um, the debut will have happened of AW Dynamite. Ah, yeah. Hey, can we do a little segment? Yes. Uh-huh. Is there any chance that we could get Lyle to give his tips? No, no. I wanted to say what happened 
on yeah. AEW. Yeah, so give his tips of how he thinks it's going to pan out. He'll say what happened, and you'll have already seen the show, and you'll know how wrong he was. By the time this comes what out. What if I've got inside mail from a, you know, like, you've well, seen who I met when goal, I was in mate. Japan. I give us the, the goal. I got the inside mail, mate. I'm going to go big on the first one. All right, All right, go, go for it. This All is right. Lyle's right. predictions for AEW Dynamite. Yeah. So obviously the matches are going to be great. We already know that. It's a, it's a working company, um, work rate company. CM Punk's going to debut on the first show while working for the competition's channel. No. Nah, I'm telling you, I'm going out there. I'm telling that's you, Tony. That's going to happen. No, that's going to happen. I've got the inside scoop no. there, Tony. That's going to happen. What else is going to happen? What else is going to happen? Jeez, oh. if that happens, nothing else needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll be the talking point for well, the next see, week. With CM Punk, the rumours are he's going to be on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, so. So I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't think he's going to be on WWE TV. I'm not listening to those rumours. I'm, I'm creating my own. <laughs> All right, yeah, and I'm sure. saying he's going to be the only guy that works for the competition's channel that talks about that company because he doesn't have to be employed by WWE while being employed by the other company. So, so you're announcing right now you really enjoyed AW and how good was CM Punk? CM Punk, yeah, and his face to face with Moxley. We obviously know Moxley was not wrestling because of his elbow injury. So I'm hearing there is a big debut. I hear a former WWE champion will be debuting. Yes, I uh, Lex yeah. Luger style. Yeah. MMA. It's one that I don't care about at all. Yeah, we the people. Uh, <laughs> Jack Swagger. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it is a massive week. So you're going to give us some tips who's going to win? Well, you got the the big women's match for the first, yep. um, you know, Nyla Rose versus Riho. Who wins? Rio's going to win that. I hope I so. Already know oh, that. She's fantastic. I already know. I got the inside mail on that. She's fantastic. The inside track. I hope I'm not a spoiler. Should we say spoiler alert before no, I no, say no, Definitely, no, if you're putting it out, it's not a spoiler. I've been on. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's all right. It's, yeah, it's definitely yeah. not a spoiler alert if you're doing I'm it. I'm spoiling it for you because you haven't seen it. And I'm probably not going to. I also yeah. don't think that. But where can people watch it, Lyle? Uh, you know, if you're in America. No, we're in Australia. No, we're, we've got listeners everywhere. Oh, Fight TV? Fight TV. Yeah, for what is it like? Five, six dollars a month. That's seven dollars a month. Australian. I, I did it today. Yeah. Um, and that gives you a weekly show. Through, yeah, and it, you get the weekly show every week. I couldn't do it through the app. I had to do it on their website. So yeah. Okay. I'll work out how to watch it tomorrow. So does that give you pay per views as well for the month, or just the no, weekly? No, show? no, no. Just okay. a, just the weekly show. For so so with the conversion, seven dollars a month. That's not a bad deal. You're gonna get four good. shows, even if it was ten bucks. It works out to being two dollars fifty a week. It's not yeah, so that that's amazing. But yeah, I'll give you another it's a one. cappuccino or a latte for some people. Well, I've got an espresso machine. So yeah, okay. <laughs> Hangman versus Puck as well. We're finally gonna get that match. Uh, Monday Raw, guys. What do you think? Bizarre finish. Yeah, great start though. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was. I thought it was a great start. The um. You want to say what happened at the start? The Brock, Brock Lesnar beating up Ray and uh, his taller son, uh, Dominic. You know, or Dominic. Eddie's son. I'm not sure on the WWE storyline. I believe it's, he, it looks like Ray. It, that, that kind of stuff brings in the, the believability for myself, suspending d- disbelief. Because we know he's trained, Dominic. But the way he bumped for some of those suplexes... I think he, um, he took those two really well. Yeah, so it had that bit of not reckless, um, you know, a bit worried about him, sort of yeah. thing. I, I thought I thought the whole segment come off great, and and then it finished with uh, the surprise returns of Bobby Lashley. 
And then Lana, who made out with Bobby Lashley and, and basically dry humped him in front of her husband. Yeah, that was a bit weird. You know, well, we'll see. Where Bobby it... Lashley's tongue kissing mothers as well. Well, no, no, no she's, she's not a, not a mum. She's a wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. but you know, Rusev just become an American citizen. He's done everything. I, I don't know. I don't know where they're going to go with that. But but uh, Rusev's on Team Hogan. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, adultery and Hogan. I won't go into that. Um, as long as you don't no. video it, and, he does it and you, if you do, you keep the volume down. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't say any bad words. But yes. yeah, Ric Rick Flair and Hulk yeah. Hogan are on there and, yes. you know, leading to a match in a country where not... Chicago, hopefully. No, nah, it's not in Chicago. Do you today. reckon The Miz, do you reckon The Miz is a little bit upset that he didn't get included in one of their teams? Like, <laughs> they're all just putting him over and then he's not on one of the teams. Well, he still could be. It's not fully announced who's on it. Also, didn't um, Impact do a Team Flair versus Team Hogan five-a-side match a few years ago? Oh, I don't know. I tried to block out the... Uh... So is this for Saudi Arabia or something, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you watch WWE TV, you wouldn't know <laughs> where the show's going to be. They're not... You know, that's... Yeah. That so crown th- jewels, all they said. Yeah, they got all the... Uh, all... Tell you what won't be there. A women's match. Well, the women might get flown over and get knocked back again like they were last time, but... But no, it was all right. It was a fun show, and it's a good bit of nostalgia, which you're going to see a fair bit of nostalgia SmackDown uh, when they debut on Friday night. Friday night, exactly. The good thing about that is, is that, is that day morning? Friday Friday morning. Oh, I yeah, thought it would have been prompt on Friday night. Yeah, well, she's... Fantastic. Well, no, it's live. It'll be 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so well, she would just be getting oh, yeah, home. Yeah, 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 they okay. put it on Friday night. That'd yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be a massive feat yeah. because it won't have been recorded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They could have the inside scoop. Like Saturday morning is good. Yeah, Saturday morning is great. Oh, I think it's amazing. Laying I'll, on the couch, uh, roll out of bed with yeah. my hangover, watch the wrestling. Yeah. yeah, and you know they're pulling out all the cards. The Rock's going to be on there. The show's named yeah. after him, so which is why we are finally coming back. Rumors that CM Punk's going to be rumors that you know, he's poo poo pooed it. Yeah, well, he's going to poo poo everything until he finally does it. it. It's wrestling. We know he's coming back. Uh, Sting's going to be there. Goldberg's going to be there. The Undertaker. Tony, if, are you going to be there? I'll be there in a few weeks' time. In Chicago. Where are you going there for? this quiet. Hey? First time hearing of this. Yeah, no, I'm going to Chicago with my son. We're going to see uh, Survivor Series. Bloody hell. Four nights of wrestling in Chicago. It's going to be huge. Oh, that's where you got tripped up. You thought the multi-man match the... was going to be there, Flair and Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope Survivor they let you Series. in the country. Well, no. Oh, I haven't done my ETSA or my ST, whatever it is. My STD. I need to do that. You're right. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Don't you leave soon? <laughs> a couple of weeks. Leave it to the last minute. Oh, uh, that's well, all right. Uh, Superhuman made his debut. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Like this shit. <laughs> yeah, Game Changer Wrestling. You know, um, Joey's last show. Yeah. Joey Janela's last show. Yeah, the curtain call that was on. You know, he's off the indies now. He's a big a- AEW man. And, Good boy now. You know, he hit a nice stunner on uh, uh, Ethan Page. I thought he... And he he is sold it, it like out of his is boots. Is there a bad stunner? Yeah. Uh, you yeah. see Vince McMahon. Pretty bad. <laughs> Vince McMahon takes did, it badly. JR takes it badly. Did you um, see Superhuman's most recent video? The diving under VCRs with Joey Janela? Yes. <laughs> the elbow drops. Yeah. So Joey got too much air though. So like, Yeah, he, he landed the late. Time. There was no give when he landed. <laughs> but it was, um, that was, I liked seeing that. That was very good. Yeah, that's just uh, good wholesome content. You know, and good, you know, he's, from um, someone just doing silly 
NFL videos, you know, running, running, into, running into a truck, uh, into yeah. his own pickup truck and stuff like that. And he's, He's got a good following online. He's just and he's he's just got to work out how to monetize it. And yeah, well, he's got his own t-shirts and stuff out. Um, he's probably doing all right. And you know, like Dow we spoke about earlier, he's probably got a Patreon and stuff like that. And, <laughs> you know, people 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 will be supporting him. Next WWE pay per view for 2019 is Hell in a Cell, boys. Looking yes, remember to that it. message we sent Hell in a Cell. Yes, Hell in a Cell. That. Undertaker throwing Mick Foley off you. So Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. That's uh, yeah, intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I love The Fiend. Surely does he? He has to win. Doesn't he can't he? lose. He can't. This I don't know. He unless has to win unless there's shenanigans. Yeah, but I don't. I don't did you want to go shenanigans? No, this early? I don't want. I don't want. To yeah, go that's what I. I but yeah, put it past Vince. But you know, Heyman's got more of an influence now. Hopefully, I think they'll keep him strong. Yeah. Yeah, but squash, yes. I'd like a squash match. Oh, that'd be amazing, actually. Burn him down. And um, Sasha versus Becky in the cell. I think that'll be match of the night. Yeah, I, I think so. They're um, For the, the fire championship. Yeah, the the fire that they're bringing to each other's promos and the intensity they can bring out in the matches with each other. I think that's going to translate. Sasha won by DQ, didn't she last time around? Yes. Yeah. None of that this time. No, no. no. Exactly. And Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan too as a tag team. I didn't even know that much about yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, Rowan, Rowan, Rowan and Harper. Harper. So well, that'll be that'll be good. I still think that Brian might do the double turn. Yeah, I think so. I think he's a babyface in disguise at the minute. He's you know he's undercover. He's an undercover babyface. Mm, okay, something to look forward to. Uh, another Aussie wrestler on a reality show, boys. Yes, and uh, you you'll be the you're, one watching you're, this. You've been designated as the watcher. <laughs> did you this? watch Survivor? Because you told us. Yes, seen I watched it. Survivor. I did. You don't watch the wrestling, so you'll be watching the wrestling-related reality TV uh, content. What do I have to watch this time? Uh, so Charlie Matthews from PCW is on something called Love Island. Oh, Love Island. No. Yep. And you told me that you watched it last year. I have year. seen an episode yep, or so two of it So you're back in. Okay. You're on the Love Island train. You're giving us weekly updates of Charlie in Love Island. One of you will have to watch it, though, when I go to America with my son to watch Four Nights. Nope, you'll have Chicago. apps. I'll send you the link. Yep, you'll be watching Is it on it Channel 10? 7. Is that Channel 7? Or 9. nine. Oh, that... Big Brother's coming back to 7. I wonder if we can wrestle with Big Brother. Which wrestler do you think we should? Actually, that is maybe a that's good a question. For next week. Oh, that is a I good like question. That. Let's yeah, throw yeah, that out on our socials. Online. I'll put yeah. it up online. With Big Brother coming back, who should, which, which Australian wrestler would you like to see? That'll Big be good. Brother? I'd love Lockie Hendricks in the house. Yeah. yeah. That'd, be, that'd be fun. That'd be you could turkey slap someone. Turkey no. slap. No. No. <laughs> no. Tony, come on. No, you can't do that. That's, that's primetime TV. Wasn't that big on Big Brother? They got kicked out of the house <laughs> for doing it. Oh, now he's reading the news on FM radio. Surely not. John Michael. Who the fuck? John, John Michaels. Michael? John Michael. I've never oh. heard of John Michael. No. The, the guy that did that was in he... Big Brother reads the news on Gold. What was his nickname in Big Brother? Hot Dogs. I don't know. Hot Dogs is my favorite Big Brother contestant ever. Remember those late night game shows? Yeah, that's a, that's what I see. Seen him hot dogs. Let's have a look at the upcoming shows. AWF is in Marrickville on Friday, October the fourth. Saturday, October the fifth. PCW in Fern Tree Gully presents Ignition, where Carl Grove must wear a dress. Yeah, I think he's going to borrow one of yours, Tony. Uh, you you wear. Don't know if that'd fit. Semi very loose. Uh, probably would. Bigger than the arms of me, I think. He's a big guy. Uh, Tasmanian champion wrestling rogue is on. Tasmanian Championship Wrestling Rogue is on in Launceston. 
NAW is on in Melbourne, celebrating the end of football season. Sunday, October the 6th, Wrestle Rampage in Adelaide presents Ground Zero with Punch Drunk Istria. Istria? Yes. Yeah, uh, defending we'll his title against Big <laughs> Willie Gibson. Everyone loves a Big Willie Gibson. If you're promoting a show, please get in contact. Why have we got so crazy at the end? Uh, if you're promoting a show, please get in contact with us and we'll let people know where to find you. Get onto our uh, socials and let us know. And if you've got an idea for a podcast, also get in touch with mypodcasthouse.com or on the turnbuckle through our Facebook pages and we can help you get on air. Tune in next week. I will not be surprised next week because I know who's coming in. Jessica Troy ahead of her entry in the MCW Invitational and the PWA Coliseum Tournaments. Yes, and one of the one of, if not the best, technical wrestler in the country. Definitely the arm collector, Tony. Interesting chat, I think. See you next week, boys. A very, a very goodbye. Congratulations to you guys for winning the AFL Grand Final. Oh, thank you. We didn't play. You didn't. You supported hard though. I bet you did. Just like those people did at MC. Just like those people did at MCW a few weeks ago. Yeah, they. But we didn't get the smack down at the end. Only for a quarter and a half. Then we put the cue in the rack. I was pretty drunk. That's the end of another episode of On the Turnbuckle. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll catch you again next week right here on mypodcasthouse.com. G'day, guys.